Hello, welcome to episode 6, library versus bookcase. These two words are often used interchangeably. When you look at Oxford Dictionary, the library is defined as a building in which collections of books, newspapers, etc. and sometimes films and recorded music are kept for people to read, study to or borrow. For the bookcase, it is defined as a, a piece of furniture with shelves for keeping books on. However, in my opinion, the library is not just a building. The library carries a much deeper meaning within it. As I mentioned in the previous episode, there is an experience in the library, there is a history. This is also the case for large public or university libraries. The same is true for personal library, libraries. It has a story. Consider, for example, the Library of Alexandria. When you write to Wikipedia as Library of Alexandria, you will see a historical background section. What I will focus on here is the personal library. Since personal libraries have grown over time and have undergone many changes, we can say that they have a history or a story. When you look at them, you remember their previous state, you remember how few books there were, how they came to be, or how different even your book sequence was. When you go into more detail, or when you catch your eye on a certain book, you can remember where and when you bought it. For example, after I learned to read, that is, when the first grade of primary school is over, the book my teacher gave me is still in my library, The Adventures of Marco Polo. Although most of the books I have read in my library, there are of course some I have not read. I would like to address this issue in a separate episode, but let me briefly say that you cannot read every book in your library line by line, just as you cannot fully know every person you are friends with. There are reference books, there are dictionaries, there are gifts, and so on. I love to put different objects in my library. I still think it adds a different spirit, because those objects also have a story. But later on, as the number of these objects increased, access to the books became more difficult and the essence of the matter was actually only books, so I removed them completely. I also solved the dusting problem with glass door bookcases. Of course, these are issues to think about after you have a large number of books. Starting with a small library and years later, if possible, to make a room of your house a library, which is not considered very much, but I think it's very important, even a laundry room is being built, but a room where you can see your own history live is not built. Of course, this will be a situation to be considered for those who read a lot of books anyway. Thinking those books will be left to your child, worrying a little about this, I mentioned in the fourth episode, are good feelings. When you get caught up in the disease of reading books, I'm saying this in quotation marks, you may think that I must have a lot of books, but it just takes time, reading and patience. There is no point in buying a lot of books and filling your library with books that you will later give up reading, or there is no use waiting for a book as a gift from your relatives or friends, because they can never guess the book you want to read. 
The key point in this sentence is the phrase, the book you want to read. I touched on this subject in the first episode. There is no need to repeat it. If you are close enough to make them buy the book you want, that's different. Finally, do not own every book you find or get your hands on. Do not put it in your library just because to create a library. Because it is not a dump. It is your past, your future, your history.